Welcome to episode 66 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Detective Webb. Say hello. Uh, hello. And I'm also joined by Chief Inspector Drummer Matt. Say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because, because you were making, um, spoiler alert, Pokemon references, I was just no, like, what? what would my Pokemon sound like if I was a Pokemon? Would I just say Drummer Matt? But that seems... <laughs> Like there you go, dram, dram, like red rum. Yeah, like you just have okay. Rum. I'd like to think that I'd be one of those Pokemon that don't actually say their own name. They just sit there and go like, <laughs> like a Mr. Mime. <laughs> just oh no, he's not that creepy. Okay, I mean, Wib is not as creepy as a Mr. Mime. Well, I mean, not as creepy. Anyway, yeah. how are you, lovely Pokemon trainer slash police <laughs> officers today? Uh, we are, we are okay, I believe. Good. Uh, I'm okay. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I, I am well. <laughs> Apparently, this is a Pokemon episode. Apparently. <laughs> um, um, Snipe, how are you? I am fine, thank you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's going to be even weirder because I'm so yeah. terse. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so anyway, what about the Pika Peas and the, the de- <gasps> Detective Pikachu? Ah, I, accident- I completely I was going to not mention that first because we always do the, the, the doing the little recap of things on the channel first. Okay, but I was like super proud of the fact that I introduced you guys as detective and like inspectors, and then I was like, oh, Detective. Pikachu. And they also have a yeah. Is that not why? That's presumably why. No, that it's was... it's literally just because I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, it was a happy oh. accident. Oh, I thought it was a Pokemon <laughs> reference. So before we get into anything else, I just want to acknowledge the fact we released our Halloween uh, episode uh, 10 days after Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. I'm not sure how people could see air quotes at home, but Halloween. <laughs> oh, okay. very Shut bad. your butt, drama man. How dare you? Again, Halloween is a state of mind. It's, it's a feeling. It's not set around a particular date. And to be fair... Anything that gives us an excuse to dress up all fancy-like. It is true. You were looking very attractive. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I mean, you're only human, dude. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was um, fun. It was on The Wolfman. Uh, if you haven't seen it... What, The Wolfman um, or our video? Uh, either, really. Okay. Uh, I would recommend you go and watch our video on it, uh, mostly because... Uh, we need those sweet views. Sweet, sweet ad we revenue. Sweet <laughs> ad revenue. So, you sweet know, if like revenue. 10 million people see it, we might get a fiver. <laughs> you... Which will not recoup the cost of the makeup I had to fucking buy. <laughs> Let alone the manpower behind that. My makeup, specifically. Um, and yes, also... Um, on top of that, we do have something to talk about more generally as well, as opposed to you know our normal thing of going into specific stuff mm-hmm. uh, that we've been doing. Um, and it was something you kind of you know were referencing earlier, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know with the, with the intro and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we need to talk about the uh, current state of the uh, Brexit negotiations. No, um, we're going to talk about <laughs> the Detective Pikachu trailer. <laughs> Detective Pikachu is just investigating Brexit. 
Just this is he will also not have a fucking clue what's going on. Like, even uh, Pikachu can't solve... And, no, okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> See, you baited us and we took the bait, and now you're like, ha fuck you guys. Like, ha really angrily commenting about you pair. It's fine. Uh, but yes, so Detective Pikachu... Detective Pikachu. Um, I've got to say... Those fucking madmen actually went and did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know if what they've done is a good thing, but they've committed to you know, it. I really that appreciate it that. In the world. Yeah, I mean, I don't care that it's fucking weird. In fact, I, in fact, I love the fact it's fucking weird because yeah. so many things are so boring and yeah. safe nowadays. Yeah, it's like, I love oh, it. yeah, let's just have some random short haired white guy be angry about things and then go on an action man like rampage and then he has a love interest or what i'm so fucking sick of if all you can base it off a book bullshit. series that's mildly popular yeah then, you know i'm so fucking done with that shit whereas like, oh yeah, what if pikachu was a new york detective like okay okay <laughs> that is so fucking bizarre and he's I in the re- this. and he's in the real world and we're not gonna like who frame roger rabbit this and have them with their own distinct aesthetic no we're gonna try and make pokemon <laughs> yeah. look realistic so you end up with hairy Jigglypuff. Yeah. And then we're going to voice Pikachu with Deadpool. Like, Yeah. I will say that my only what? problem with this movie yeah. is... I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's, he's, he's great. I don't think this is the role for him. I think it should have been Danny DeVito. I mean, I agree. That would have, that would have because been Because that would have been amazing. That, I mean, it, it's already... Uh, I'm like totally behind the idea of this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it had been this is Danny like DeVito, the that would have been only movie yeah. since like this is the only movie since Infinity War that I actually really want to see in the cinema. <laughs> the you, only fucking movie, and I don't think it's because it's going to be worth seeing at the cinema. I think it's because you just want I need to, to see make the, sure it's real. You need to see the spectacle before somehow it disappears because it doesn't feel. It feels like every moment that we're not talking about it. It might just stop existing. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, that's a great. Oh my god! Do you think they'll give out like a special Pokemon card? Uh, no, because it's not 1996. Do you think they'll give out a special Pokemon Go Pokemon? Yes, possibly. I have to reinstall <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Go, and I'll get a shit ton of. So when you get a new phone and you can finally play it again because planned obsolescence is a fucking cancer, I'll trade you one. Okay, good. Um, we will all have Detective Pikachu's. Yeah, I this there is just something about this movie of how weird it is as a concept and how watching everyone be so freaked out by how all the Pokemon look. Well, I mean, it's like... been great. Because yeah, Matt, you were saying before before the podcast how you had like a very visceral reaction. Yeah, like to the first the time I watched the first time I watched the trailer, I was just my natural reaction was yeah, <laughs> and then. I, like, thought about it a bit. I mentioned it to Ruth, actually. I was just like, they look so weird. And she's like, yeah, but, like, Pikachu, for example, is a mouse, or based off a mouse. Like, it would mm-hmm. be furry. Like, it'd have mouse yeah. fur. And I was like, that is an entirely logical point, but it still looks weird to me. And then I watched it again. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm used to this already. And it took, like, it was just sort of switch of, like, the first time I watched it, I was just fully like, nah, I don't like this. And then I just watched it again. I was like, okay, fine. This is cool. Like, I mean, do you want to think of Jigglypuff being, like, human skin tone all over, including the swirl? No. That's supposed to be, like, a it is supposed to be hair. I just said no. Yeah, but it's made entirely of human skin. Meatlypuff, meatly, meatypuff. No meatypuff. I'm not talking about meatypuff. Um, 
So I think I think uh, we can say that we are all. Um, I, I don't am know. so hyped for this movie. It's probably going to be terrible. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck because it's I so know, weird. I'm so happy yeah. it exists. It's not because it's not like oh, it's not like cautiously optimistic. It's more fascinated and need to have it in our lives. Yeah, yeah, like even if it's shit, I'm so glad that something this weird's been funded. Exactly. You know what? Because I because it's like I think it's like a good thing because yeah, ultimately. It's got everyone talking, so it works out well for them. Well, you know? I mean, yeah. Toy Story 4 trailer came out, and no one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. No <laughs> one cares, to the point where, like, apparently they re-uploaded their trailer and added the word REACTION in all capitals at the end, and still nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> I have, I think I've seen one still shot from that, and that was merely someone demonstrating that no one gives a fuck. See, I haven't like, cared enough to go and watch it. No, it's like Toy Story three, and like the ending to that was so conclusive and satisfying. It doesn't need another one. You know what we do? You know what the world needs? Detective fucking Pikachu. Yep. yep. That's what it fucking. Fuck Toy Story four. No one wanted this. Detective Pikachu. I don't think anyone wanted that either. But now <laughs> yeah. I do. Detective <laughs> Pikachu isn't the hero we deserve, but it is the hero we need. We yeah. needed Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Even no, no one deserves Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we, we we don't. This earth is not that pure. No, we don't deserve uh, any new content. We just deserve remakes of everything all the time. Yeah, so everything gets steadily worse, and we start being desensitized to it, and then we all start realizing that capitalism is destroying everything by commodifying everything we hold dear. I mean, yeah. But we need I mean... Detective Pikachu, <laughs> okay? Genuinely. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Um, I, I honestly, I don't like... know. Oh, let's go on, sorry. No, no, carry on, carry on. I don't know how I feel about Ryan Reynolds in it, though. Yeah, d- because Danny DeVito would have been so much better. Yeah, but, like... I mean, I don't they're, know they're if... both woke daddies, and I love them both dearly. Yeah, but... I'm just a bit worried that we're going to get, like, too much Ryan Reynolds, and he's going to burn out on me. And I don't want that to happen. Mm. You see, it helps if you only ever watch, like, three new movies a year. So then it's basically impossible to get burnt out on one actor. Yeah, but like I just w- watching the Deadpool sequel, I almost got burnt out on him, and that's just watching one sequel to one film. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've still not got around to watching so, Deadpool too. So. Oh, it's it's fine. Like if it was made, if that was the first Deadpool and the first Deadpool didn't exist, it'd be amazing. But because it comes yeah. after the first one, it kind of just does that, but a it's bit like, it's, it's like less the original. Two. Mm. Yeah, like it's fine. It's entertaining, but. Yeah, I, don't, I hope there's not a third. <laughs> and I'm kind of in my head. This is kind of, and I'm also therefore going to be disappointed because Pikachu isn't going to be like swearing all the time, presumably. <laughs> um, I mean... Someone will like take the audio from Deadpool and just put it oh, over. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah, I've already seen a recut version of the Detective Pikachu trailer where it's Danny DeVito from Always Sunny, <laughs> <laughs> like running around screaming Romham and stuff. <laughs> Do you know when it's out? Did it say? I, 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 I don't I, know, I, but I need it now. It's next year sometime, I think. Okay. So, um, take to Pikachu. Yeah. Big thumbs up from all of us, I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, Real confusing. I don't know why I need this, but this is something I desperately need. Thumbs up. Well, so me. it's not a thumbs up per se. It's a thumbs up. Mine's a thumbs up, which is yeah. like three exclamation marks interspersed with like two... Like double question marks, and then maybe a full stop at the end. A good use for an interrobang if you had one. I would yeah. use it, but then I feel that I would give too much legitimacy to my uh, my sentence. Oh, okay, you know, like this, so it's still pretty out there. Yeah. And like, I, I feel an interrobang would bring too much formality 
to my sins. Okay, yeah. uh, that's fine. Uh, we also uh, did something else uh, that's sort of a, a bit of a joint thing, um, which um. is not as bad as it sounds. That sounds oh, ominous. We played Betrayal at Baldur's Gate. Ah, yes, I, I, saw, I saw the pictures version. he put up. Yes. It looks um, amazing. I've never, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never actually played it's, it. It's really interesting. It takes kind of like the base, uh, the base mechanics that you get the haunting at House on the Hill. That's not what it's called. The haunting of House on the Hill. It's no. Okay. It's betrayal. It's the betrayal at the House on the Hill. It's a the... stupid name for twats, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. They could have called it anything else. They could have called it fucking dildo Bob, and it would have made more fucking sense. Okay, just just to make this get this this section a little bit in order. If you're not aware, Betrayal at Baldur's Gate is a D&D themed spin-off of Betrayal at the uh, Betrayal <laughs> at House on the Hill. Is, I think it's the, a dumb name. I, there's, a, there's a the in there that I always forget where it's supposed to go because oh, there's one missing and I can never remember where it's missing from. But anyway, yeah, it's it's a D&D themed version of that. So you put down tiles and, and explore an area which in the original game is is a big haunted house in Betrayal at Baldur's Gate. It is like a city, so you and you go from inside to outside, yeah. uh, depending on the color of the doors you're going through, and then can go into the catacombs underneath the city yeah. and explore the dungeon, I guess, of yeah. the dungeons and of the dragons. That sounds amazing. There's no gate though. There is. I could not find Baldur's Gate. No, no there's I no gate no. in there. Okay. Um, yeah, is I, it like horror themed? Still, well, I mean, I would a say little. that some of the some of the events and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're kind of spoopy leaning. Okay. Yeah, they're not. It's nowhere near as bad. But then, uh, as like that with, huge bug dropped on you and started squirming all over you, started burrowing into my flesh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I, had a and then I saw a half-eaten, like rat, rat, like infested corpse that was me. So yeah, I guess it is horror, maybe. Yeah, okay. it's it's nowhere near as explicitly horror. Yeah, um, okay. And like the two, because we played two games, but the two betrayals that we had. The first one was pretty good. Uh, one of them what didn't actually have a, a, a traitor at all. It oh, was cool. just a dragon attacked. And uh, we had nice. to take it down by finding ballistas. I was um, really heroic and sacrificed my life so that so that everyone else could live. Because I'm really amazing. Um, and then... And you were we didn't... playing as Nathan? Okay. No, I was playing as uh, Leah Fane, which is a drow warlock. Which, she's a drow and a warlock, so really she should have just been like, <laughs> see you later, losers. But... <laughs> Whatever. I was actually playing as a dwarf barbarian. So yeah, but I... we were ref- straight up referring to him as Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little wolf like on his armour as well. Yeah, they have little models as well, although the models are <laughs> not great. So no. all of them, they have like printed eyes, like transfers. Not a single one of them was in the right place. No. <laughs> um, most of them were on the eyebrows. Yeah. Some of them were Good. like, there was the wizard who was significantly below, which just looked hilarious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Unity was playing the halfling for the first game, mm. um, who had a, her, her eyes were printed just above her eyebrows. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, she was holding a dildo. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we it is. We literally, like, the guy, like, one of the guys that works at, at the game store comes over and he's like, how is it? And we're like, okay, but could you... Tell us, what do you think that is? And he picks up the model, he looks at us, and he kind of looks over his glasses at us, like, mm, you want me to say it? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, we were talking about, like, what else could it be? I legitimately don't know what it is, because it can't, it can't be a dagger, because it's too it's much a of a dildo. Chode. Yeah, and then, like, fucking the guy at the game store brings over this huge, like, carved wooden cock... That's a bottle opener. That's a bottle opener. Uh, yeah. And he's, he's like, like, it could be one of these. And we're like, yeah, that's what we were fucking yeah. thinking. 
<laughs> so yeah, for some reason... Also, the, he apparently just had that on hand. Yeah, for some reason, very... the halfling model in it has just a big cock for some reason. We don't know why. No, she was just like, check out this chode I got. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm very sex positive. I mean, good on you. advantage to intimidation checks. You try to I mean, I guess. shout someone down and <laughs> waving like a dick. She just ripped off someone. Like, yeah, that's probably oh, no. going to help. Oh, no, I'd say this is definitely like maybe out of clay. Like she, she's made oh, it. Okay. So sculpted. It's sculpted. Oh, okay. She put a lot of effort into that chode. Yeah. Okay, um, right. she's just giving it an airing. Uh, yes. Running, she's running really fast to get the air to it, you know. <laughs> to help dry it faster. It's air drying clay. Air drying clay. Yeah. Says, yeah. yeah. So uh, she's just holding it out there, waving <laughs> it around, anyone will look. But anyway, yeah, the um the, the two the two like um twists we had, one didn't yeah, one was just a dragon was summoned and the other one was I had to steal the deck of many things because they someone. have that as an <laughs> item the deck of many things which yeah one of one of the roles is just the void which kills you yeah just like the actual deck of many things which is very cool um and it, that one ended up qu- pretty quickly because i just ended up next to the person pretty much that had it anyway so i just murdered them and they just you, you the are proficient point. at then murdering you your friends well, I had, really I, had, I had a, tel- a helm of teleportation as Which well. Which is like a so, one-use like, thing, yeah. and like so, it was like, oh, get to like the beginning tile. No, you so, could go anywhere. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm saying that you needed to oh, like, yeah. basically escape, and then you just teleported to the tile you needed, and just won instantly. Yeah. So, nice. but, oh, okay. But yeah, um, that's the, the betrayal games. I mean, I've not played the, the Baldur's Gate one, but the the base, the normal game, like some of the events and things that are on there, or some of the hauntings that happen, are like quite one-sided just because they yeah. don't know how you don't know how the board's going to be when whoever finds yeah. the thing exactly. so it is just a part of the game sometimes it will be a one-sided oh okay it's it's over yeah. and won. it's like in theory i kind of like this almost better than the base game but on the other hand i'd have to play more have see more hauntings because that's really what that's the real trick like yeah. just how good the game is and only seeing two of them and there's like 50 in the book so you know nice. they could have just not been the best ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we yeah. could have just been unlucky or whatever, but but yeah, um, it there was, was no ox bellows. No, no bellows is the best. There was no ox bellows. See, I like Flash better. He's my favorite because <laughs> I can get max speed and literally just fucking like I think his max is like eight or nine speed, which means you can move nine tiles in one go <laughs> which is just I can run from one end of the fucking mansion to the other because I'm bored and it's just a lot of fun I like being having the zoomies but yeah I'm looking forward to playing that again yeah it's good um, can recommend and especially if you've played Betrayal before and you want to have and you just want to mix things up uh, if you can give it a shot it's a good game to play with friends or people who you happen to play board games you with. I don't know so where I was going with that yeah, sentence. Just kept that going. was really fucking ominous. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a good game you can play with. Like, fucking what? I'll tell you what, let's just move on. Matt, what have you been doing with yeah, yourself on, for the last, uh, last two weeks? I don't think you want to move on. Okay, uh, apart from Gyuri <laughs> Truck Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. I'm half surprised you haven't got one of those like like big air horn things going. I'm genuinely surprised at this point I haven't like converted the room with my computer into like I bought like a you know full steering wheel and like a, a chair and have I'm surprised at that. I mean, if it was all free, it, I would have done that. But I have. You need a trucker hat though. I, I don't even have a trucker hat. And a windbreaker. Hat. But yes, I've I've been playing more Truck Simulator. I think. I think I have a genuine problem. Um, yeah, I, I also do. Have you even played Stardew Valley? Nope. There's your problem. Yep. I yep. know. 
Yeah. yeah. I also, mm. I, I, I was saying earlier, I am, um, Shane has very kindly gifted me the new Crash Bandicoot game after hearing me moan that I didn't have it at some point. Um, and I really, really wanted to play it, but I can't stop trucking. It's, it's, like it's, to the point where I on my on my notes for what I'm going to talk about this podcast, I wrote Crash on there because I was like, if I write it on there, I have to have played the game so I can talk about it. Guess what? No, still. Are we going to have to come to France in like an intervention? Thing? Yeah, I think that might actually be. Well, I'm hoping like because with American Truck Simulator, I was like, once I got to like a certain level and I bought most of the stuff, I was like, okay. I feel comfortable stopping this now. Yeah, but so that was I'm... American Truck Simulator, where yeah. something closer to home, you're going to be way more obsessive about. Yeah, maybe. But I, I am hoping that if once I get to the point where I'm like at a certain level, where I'll be like, okay, I can call it. I can call it a day at this point. You know, this really feels like you know. I, I've been using heroin for a while now, and I think this is going to be a point where I just get bored of it. Yeah, exactly. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. It's like probably around yeah, Christmas, fine. I'll just be like, ah, it's fine. it was a bit Moorish, but I guess I've had my fill. That's that's literally how you sound, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm fully aware. I've I've reached out to you on numerous occasions telling you I have a problem. Yeah, what, and like, what do you want us to do about it? I don't know, fix my problem somehow. Okay, <laughs> how, Okay, how do we fix your problem? I got you Stardew Valley for your birthday. Yeah, that you would have thought that would have fixed the problem. Yeah, and I think I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I mean, you have just solved my heroin problem by getting me a different brand of heroin. Okay, so I got you <laughs> meth, which is way better for you than heroin. Um, but this meth is yeah. like has got really cute chickens that you can hang out. With. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, honestly, I have nothing. I have nothing to say for any of. Apart from actually, it's been quite nice. I've been watching a lot of Critical Role. Um, I'm now up to, I'm now up to episode 101 of the first campaign. So Jesus, I, I'm still stuck on like <laughs> like campaign like episode two. Okay, season two, episode eight. And like, yeah, there was think... that little while back where everyone was like, oh, "Matt Mercer, you prick!" And I was like, "Okay, I need to catch up now." I haven't. <laughs> This is the podcast of I meant to do the thing and then I just didn't. This is the yeah. podcast of people who have problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, I th- I th- to be honest, find solidarity. That could be the Misanthropod's tagline. A <laughs> yeah. bunch of people who have problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I-, I think I was on episode like 60 odd or something when I first, or maybe 60 or 70 when I started a few weeks ago. So I've got through quite a lot. I mean, I can't say much. I've over the last like week or so, I've watched through like the first five seasons of Deep Space Nine again whilst I've been doing other things. And I'm just <laughs> like, okay, nice. I'm I'm pretty sure there's I've watched hundred like over a hundred episodes of this now. What what? <laughs> well, yeah, it's DS Nine. It deserves it. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's the best Star Trek. But yeah, yeah. but um, also George, so. Moving on from, I have nothing to say about Truck Simulator apart from I've just played it a lot. Like it's, mm-hmm. you drive a truck around. There is literally nothing else to say. There's, yeah, yeah. Is, is there any significant difference between that and the American one apart from the mm. geographical location? Uh, the trucks are, you know, like European style trucks rather than American style trucks. Yeah. So, so they're, they... they're G one um, Optimus Prime rather than being movie Optimus Prime. Matt, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says with. So much confidence. Oh yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So they they handle a bit differently and they feel a bit different to drive. Um, but no, there's, there's there's fuck all to say about it. I, I, I we shouldn't like encourage my problem <laughs> we should not by enable talking about you. it. No. Um, but there, um, I did come back to the weekend. the UK for like three days. Um, 
because at the moment flights are about a tenner. So I, I, someone was organising a bit of a gathering one evening. I was like, yeah, actually, it costs. Yeah, okay, I can actually just come for like an evening and then fly back to the next morning, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is weird and environmentally really bad. And I apologise to the earth. And when I have a job again, I'm going to do my best to make up for this. But, yeah, but at the same time, you know, like there's like a hundred companies that are responsible for destroying the earth, and you know, in, but they push that onto the individual. Also, yeah. the lizard people, but obviously. You can't use that as an excuse to do bad things yourself, because otherwise no, no one no, would ever do true. good. Um, but anyway, the point of this is that I couldn't play Truck Simulator on the plane um, yet. I assume there, there's a mobile version, but I don't have it, and I don't want to find out if there is, so don't there tell me. There is a mobile version of Stardew Valley. Yeah. I don't know if the game's, like, if you can use move your save around. Apparently um, you can, from what I've heard. Oh, really? Don't quote me on that. Yeah, okay. I have heard but, that you can do that. But anyway, I downloaded some Netflix to watch on the plane and trains and things. So I watched um, the new Sabrina series. Oh my goodness! I, w- I know I you've watched, watched as, well. as well. Yes, Snipe. Oh what? my Satan! Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> I. So I say my thoughts first, and then you can say yeah, what you thought. Go for so it. I think in general, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was entertaining. I really like the title sequence, even though it's not really fitting with the actual show. Completely disengaged. The title sequence is really cool. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, it is very much a teenage show for teenagers. Yes. So it's very... Um... I don't exactly know how Teenagery. to... Teenagery. Teenagery. Yeah, which is fine. It's not... I'm not insulted. That's its target audience. But there's a lot of, like... Yeah, like... Because obviously they're witches and there's like the devil's involved and it's dark stuff instead of god stuff so it's like so much like oh my satan or dark lord or oh, praise lucifer yeah i've been wondering when you'd or, get here you um... know the one that drove me nuts because <laughs> i didn't watch the show I, fading in and I, ju- I just would like turn around and see bits of it like whilst, whilst i, <laughs> I know exactly what you're the gonna say the one that drove me fucking nuts was, was yeah. like a courtroom bit. oh yeah yeah and every time like they wanted to call for order in the court because they had to make everything like dark and mm. like satany they were like disorder in the court it's like, but that's what's happening that's literally what's happening you can't just swap it around it doesn't work like that that's the stupidest yeah, it, yeah that that was even for like you know what they were going for it which is it, it's just like they they gone through and like controlled f on the script for like every yeah. reference to anything vaguely yeah, anytime, anytime someone's like, "Oh my god," it's like, "Yeah." Oh, oh my like, I mean, they don't—they don't actually ever say, "Oh my Satan." They probably but do at some point. I'm fairly I, sure. I, I did check because that's like a really big thing in *My Immortal*, which is the really gothy, very uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Harry Potter fan fiction, which is very funny. Um, and they go, "Oh my Satan!" a lot. So I was waiting for that, and okay. they didn't. It was just you had the aunts occasionally go, "Oh, for Lucifer's sake!" and you were like. You're just, you're just going to put that out there? Are you just going to say things without thinking? I was really disappointed that they didn't have Salem in it, and it would just be the oh, same Salem. Yeah, like the same Salem, yeah. the same actual animatronic Salem. Like the same <laughs> shit animatronic voiced by the same guy in that yeah. show. That would have would have been, been the best thing. Because, I mean, like, like I said, I like Ambrose, who was kind of like the replacement for Salem, because Salem mm. doesn't talk. Yeah. Well... Uh, Seemingly, Sabrina can like understand what he's saying. So in my head, the voice that she hears in her head is the old is the old Salem voice. Yeah, See, no, I just always remember him just going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. crying over pie. <laughs> Which oh, is like that. Yeah. Oh, I should do that. I should go and like everything where she's like Salem. What do you mean? And he's like, 
Like he'll just say something from the old yeah. show, which would be amazing. I'm sure that's probably already been made on YouTube, honestly. Yeah. I really hope it has, because I need that in my life, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. But, like, dark leanings and weirdness aside, I did enjoy it. Hmm. It was it was good fun. It was, considering it's set in the same Riverdale universe and presumably made by the same people, or, like, the same studio, at least. I was the same producers, it, I believe. Yeah, okay. I was definitely expecting it to be... I've not watched Riverdale, but I've heard your scathing review of it. Don't. It's terrible, and, like, it's just um, really awful. But, like, even for a teenage show, I think it's actually not very good for, for young minds. But, so, because, like, going whole, in... Yeah. Like, okay, I will never stop... Like, anytime someone brings up Riverdale, this is the part I always mention. A 16-year-old girl in a bar full of middle-aged men, her mother, and her 16-year-old boyfriend starts doing a sexy striptease to a cringeworthy cover of Mad World. She's 16 years old. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look at her doing a sexy dance. It's like, it's, it's try, they try to portray it as empowering. It's like, it's like, okay, can we stop doing this nudity as empowering? Because for some yeah, people they... it is, but not for everyone. And definitely should not be for fucking sixteen. Yeah, well, year they old have. There, there is that is the other big criticism I have. This there is. It's like in the first episode or the first or second episode. It was right near the start. There is an alarming amount of fifteen-year-old cyber. Yes, because she which is, is explicitly not stated correct. to be fifteen. Yeah, this is in Sabrina. Yes, because yeah. that's like the plot point is that she's about to turn. I mean, I don't know how old the the actor is, but like the oh, plot point is that she's at least fucking thirty-five. <laughs> Without a doubt, that lady is 35. And I'm not being ageist, and I'm don't not like being detrimental to how she looks. I don't but think she's I think she is actually 16 or 17. No, she's like or- the, 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 the main character from Orphan, who looks like she's like like six years old, but she's actually a 40-year-old woman. I don't, I don't think that's the she case. She is Nog from DS9. She's not Nog from DS9. She is. She's about four feet tall. She's got silver nails. Her mother chews all the food for her. Sabrina is not a Ferengi. She could be. Okay. I didn't think this was a conversation I'd have to have today. Of Sabrina. Okay. Chilling she, adventure. She, 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 she is. She's just turned nineteen. That makes it worse somehow. <laughs> I'm used to Hollywood, like, like. Oh, this is Alec Baldwin in his fifties playing a teenager called like Chet. <laughs> It's me, Chet, the fifteen-year-old. When you're thinking about these things, you default to Luke Perry. What? No, I don't. He was in Riverdale, <laughs> and he should have been. He should have been playing Archie, because he looks like he could do it. <laughs> he was the only good actor in Riverdale, and he was fucking squandered. Apart from Muscle Sheriff Daddy, who literally was only there to be the Muscle Sheriff Daddy. Okay, let's let's move like on from this. The, the, the issue mess. that I was trying to say is that okay, it's a bit weird with the amount of not nudity, but like alluded to nudity. Yeah, from a character who's fifteen is a bigger yeah. industrial pro- industry problem than the fact that they sometimes get old people to play young people. Okay, yeah, yeah. fine. <laughs> Pick up my perfectly formatted point with your genuinely, seriously concerning good point, you dick. But yeah, no, that did make me uncomfortable because there's a scene where she like. She like gets out of the bath and is yeah. like just fucking about in the woods, and you're like, I, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. She's literally stated to not be sixteen yet. Yeah, and even if she was sixteen, it would still be super creepy. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean that that only happened I think once. Yeah, they, it got better for that a few times. I mean, it says quite a lot for it that during my travels, I watched the first seven or eight episodes and then 
when I got home, I was like, okay, I can pause Truck Simulator to watch these last few episodes. <laughs> Anything so I that causes you to pause high, that. high praise. Dang. <laughs> um, my last thing I've got to talk about is, is more high, high praise in that we went to see the new Harry Potter, or not Harry Potter film. Um, oh, yeah. The, Fantastic the, Beasts. The not Potter. Harry not Potter. Notter. Which, just as I can show off, we saw it on Tuesday, which is... It will be out by the time this podcast is released, but as of recording the podcast, I don't think it's out in the UK. Um, Things come out in France usually a day or two before the UK for some reason, quite often. Either that or like three months later. There's there's no middle ground. Um, But we somehow accidentally managed to see a pre-screening on Tuesday, which is quite cool. Um, Happy accidents. Yeah, completely accidental. But, oh, it's good. I know you you two don't give any kind of shit. (laughs) No. But that's because you're kind of inherently wrong. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't hate Harry Potter. I'm just kind of indifferent to it. Yeah, same. I just don't really care. Yeah, inherently wrong. The only reason <laughs> what I'm I said. okay with Harry Potter existing in this world is because it was a vessel for my immortal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stop, stop writing me an angry comment. I want to read them. They sustain me. Also, I think that um, Harry and what the fuck is Ginny is a bad yeah. pairing, and Harry and Hermione should be together. As, yeah, but that's like uh, every Hollywood film. A Hollywood film? Ho- Hollywood film? Did I say Hollywood? Every Hollywood. Hollywood. It's the magic version of Hollywood, and you don't know any better. Okay, okay please, Lord God, talk about the movie. Just get away from this. <laughs> Poison to listen to. I do think I feel saying it. Pretty good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So, drama was. Did the movie have wizards and spells and Horcruxes in it? Uh, had two. Oh no, it had all three of those. Yeah, no, it had all three. Oh, it actually had Horcruxes in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, Did it have Voldemort serum? I think did it. Well, maybe it didn't. No. But it was very good. It has the advantage of a not having child actors in it, which kind of. Yeah. yeah, like they didn't when they made the original Harry Potter films. They didn't go the Stranger Things route of trying to find child actors who were good. They yeah. found child actors who were friends of the director or yeah. something. So, I mean, to be fair, that is kind of the industry norm. Of yeah, like, let's just find children who yeah. are good. <laughs> but it doesn't make it less shit. Mm-hmm. I like I watch the films and I'll enjoy the films, but mostly because the films remind me of the books. Yeah. Um, and the books are great. Um, yeah, it was good. It's just, yeah, it is, and it, the second advantage is it's written as a film, not as a book. So that's another um, positive for it. So it's kind of like the Harry Potter films, but better in every way. Oh, okay. As a film, okay, anyway. Okay. I don't know whether I, the book would be as good if there, if there was a book made, if that makes sense. But... Yeah, it's definitely better than the original films. It's definitely be- better. It gets more into the, you know, as the Harry Potter original, I guess, septology? Jesus. Octology? There's eight films, but there's, it's, the last one is obviously the part one, part two, because all things are yeah. now. Um, but that kind of got better as it went through, because it got less setting the scene and just having the kids at school into that the more big overall plot. Yeah. Um, whereas this kind of has gone into that in the second film out of five. I think it's going to be five. So it's kind of already all interlinked and yeah, very good. Highly recommend. Okay, what's it actually called? Uh, Harry Potter and the. Fa- it's not called Fantastic Harry Beasts. 
and then it's sub- is the like because it's that's the main and the goblet of fire and the subtitle is the crimes of Grindelwald. Okay, cool. And it's all about the previous big bad Voldemort esque person, but like you know, fifty years before. Okay, which will get interesting because that all the, that that Wizarding War happened around the same time as the um, Second World War. Which is quite interesting. Like there was quite is that the uh, explanation quite a lot as to why no one noticed the huge craters. <laughs> Maybe It'd be a pretty Maybe. good time to do it. But yeah, there's there's like lots of illusions that you know it's a similar sort of you know right wing awful rhetoric that sort of brought this awful thing to happen, and that's yeah. sort of happening in the wizarding world as well as the real world. And they're okay. currently our world, but <laughs> let's just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So what else have you been doing? Uh, that's that's me. That's me done. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Whip. Um, what have you been doing? I demand me. an itinerary. Okay. Um, Apart from DS Nine. Apart, Apart from, from DS Nine. Admittedly, I've been mostly watching Deep Space Nine whilst I've been painting. So. And that's all you've been doing. I've is been painting. Pa- no, I, I have done things. Everyone has at least one thing. I, I've done at least a thing. Um, yeah. So um, I played a couple a couple of those video game things uh, that I hear people like. Uh, I uh, oh, played yeah, through... video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says after talking about Euro Truck Simulator. I That's played not through a video game. the it's a lifestyle. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Do continue. Okay. I'm gonna wrangle a pair of you today. <laughs> well, we need to be wrangled. Apparently, yeah. wrangle me, Daddy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So it doesn't matter if Matt's not finished laughing because that could just be cut out. But so I played through the Delta Rune Undertale two demo sort of thing. Hmm? Is it What's... Undertale two? Kinda, but not really. Hmm. What is um, this? So okay, so uh. God, it's a while ago now. Um, I just only got around to actually finishing it off um, earlier today, actually. Um, but Toby Fox put up a thing basically saying, in 24 hours, uh, come check this thing out uh, on and, you know, keep an eye open. And then uh, a day later, there was um, like deltaroom.com or something, I think it was called. And you went there and then it was, oh, take this short survey. Uh, and you know help out with like a future release and you boost it up and it's like a little survey thing you make a little character for it and describe things about that character and then a game starts and it's basically a kind of soft sequel to Undertale but it's like the first chapter of that and so it's sort of a demo but it's a demo that is a narrative that lasts for three hours that's a pretty impressive demo yeah as far as demos go that's pretty fucking impressive um from what I've read about what, what Toby Fox has said about it, it's not strictly speaking a sequel to Undertale, though it contains some of the same characters. The way it's, he's sorry, written it in, sorry, no, no, okay, I'll ask in a sec. Okay. The way he's written it, he wrote his um, comments about it, implies that though some characters do show up that are from the first game, this is not like set in the world of the first one. So they're just sort of characters oh, appearing so it's kind of like again. an AU kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. It's just an, another universe that happens to also contain these characters. Yeah. Um, plays a lot like the original game. 
except that your um, party, you actually have a party now, so you can have you know up to like three people in it. So the combat obviously has changed to deal with that. So like the view is more Final Fantasy than Earthbound um, for how the combat looks when you're actually playing it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's quite good. It's I've, I've heard some very good things. A lot hmm. of people have been enjoying that. It's same kind of tone as Undertale, more kind of thing. Uh, that kind, of, that kind of sweet earnestness about it, uh, with a slightly twisted, like an odd sense of humour. Um, it's a bit strange. Are you, are you okay? You just have a big grin on your face. Yeah, <laughs> you are. That's very sweet. And I went, wanted to go Caroline. <laughs> 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 Well, yes. Uh, okay, I'm yeah. done now. Okay, thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm very interested to see how uh, the the full thing will come out. Besky stated that yeah, this is a game that he's making now. No promises as to when it's going to come out. Like literally, it could be could come out in two years' time, or it could come out in like five years' time. Just to clarify, this is the guy who made Undertale. Yes. yes. Okay. Did he make Undertale by himself? No. Okay, but he made a lot team. of it by himself. Okay. Um, he he did a lot of the stuff himself, but he did have help with extra artists and stuff uh, with the original Undertale. The original demo was made pretty much by him on his own for the original Undertale, as far as I'm aware. Um, Delta Rune was mostly him with some help from a few other artists for character designs and some of the sprite art. So, like, um, Temi uh, did a lot of stuff Point. again. Um but yeah, he is actually seemingly putting together a proper team to make this second one. So, uh, and explicitly, it's not called like Undertale Two; it is called Delta Rune. So, okay, or at least it's it is currently. It's like Delta uh, yeah. Force, but you know, it's absolutely not like Delta Force. It is. No, yeah, it's a lot uh, like Delta Force. It's not. It's it's it's, it's subtitled as Delta Rune Land Warrior. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as far as I'm aware, you can still go and download it. So if you're interested, um, go check it out. Yeah, it's like a three-hour sort of thing. So to be fair, that's really impressive because some people put out games that are shorter than that and <laughs> yeah, charge yeah. money for that. Yeah, it's completely free. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, you know, don't no idea how big the full one's going to be. Uh, but considering this was just chapter one of it, effectively, and that was three hours, and I think Undertale was about like to play it from start to finish was about eight hours or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a kind of st- well, I consider that to be like standard video game length. That's yeah. like the default length I think of when yeah, I think no, of how long a game you. is. I get you. Um, even though I know so many things break from it, it's really impossible to say. But you know, yeah. for a narrative game, that's sort of like a hmm. fairly average kind of length. Um, and yeah, um, so good. Uh, can can recommend. Uh, give it a shot. And if you haven't really seen much of it, like cause I don't really want to spoil anything because you know a lot of the thing in those games is oh, the writing, yeah. yeah, and the jokes and things and what lands. My and what favorite doesn't. part. I'm not going to spoil it. Is you find you come across a merchant. And that merchant is my favorite thing. So apart from uh, Delta Rune, I also have been trying desperately to play through Call of Cthulhu. Ah, uh, yes, the new Call of Cthulhu's. Um, which is, if uh, for those not aware, is based on the tabletop RPG of the same name. Um. It's actually strangely because I you will, I always think there is another video game just called Call of Cthulhu, but as far as I'm aware, every other one that is called Call of Cthulhu has a subtitle, so it's yeah. like Dark Corners of the Earth, mm-hmm. or okay. there's a couple of like isometric ones, um, and then there's like the uh, Shadow of the Comet, and yep. there's another one which is like old um, point and click adventures. 
Um, and this is the only one that's just, just called Call of Duty. Yeah. And overall, I do like the game. Um, it's really janky, like <laughs> thorough jank. There's there's like the there's the mundane stuff, like the subtitles are frequently subtly wrong. Oh, good. Not like majorly wrong, but like every now and again, like obviously when they were performing it, they used they said it slightly differently, and then they used that take, but they never changed the subtitles from the original script or something. So you know that there's a few bits of those, or there's a few spelling errors in the, the subtitles I've noticed, things like that. Like, but then it, there's also like the animations are pretty pretty bad sometimes. Like, when they're talking, people gesticulate really weirdly. Which is actually, I would say, a thing that you see in a lot of more amateur animators. That, like, if someone's talking, they have to be constantly moving their arms or gesturing. Well, I think... otherwise, it, you know, because it's a Power Ranger kind of thing. Yeah, well, I think it's because it's not, like, a AAA sort of thing. It's, um, like, you know, a much smaller publisher and dev. Not, like, Super Small, because it's focused. No, it's and, still, it's um, still yeah. quite big. It's it's big. I'd say bigger than indie, smaller than AAA. So maybe AA. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you call it. It's obviously got a bit of money behind it, but it's n- nowhere in the realm of AAA in terms of no. money behind it. Hmm. Um, but I mean, when it's not when it, when you're like not noticing that, like the actual look of the thing looks quite good, and it does kind of nail the tone pretty well of of the kind of Lovecraftian vibe, uh, which is quite good. Um, but, and here there is a really big but. Hi. Like, a Dagon-sized but. It me. Um, I think. Which is that the game has stealth. Ah. Uh. And it's not a primarily stealth-based game. And I maintain that no video game that does not base like core the core gameplay around stealth that just shouldn't have stealth sections because they're always bad david cage we are looking explicitly <laughs> um i mean you know what there are some exceptions some games can do stealth sections and be fine but for the most not part not many of them can they're just kind of bad and bad stealth is particularly bad and there's like a bit in an asylum that I've done that were where basically every person in there that you were against, you had to literally be like under their nose for them to notice you. Mm. So it was bad stealth, but it was like bad stealth you could just kind of get through. Bad stealth that is kind of the airs on the side of the player. I think yeah. is if if you're going to put a stealth game into a a stealth section into a game that is not. That it really doesn't have an engine for it, then just make it a little easier. Yeah, um, unfortunately... Just make it super easy, because... Oh, oh, you know what? Don't put it in. Yeah, the problem is, is that the next part is like a stealth boss fight in a very small area, and it's bullshit, and I hate it. I, I That's legit... literally what you've, you've been stuck at, huh? Um, I, I know that I can do it, but I have such a visceral hatred towards this, and I know I might talk... I, I talk quite negatively about stuff a lot of the time, but it's very rare I actually genuinely really hate a bit in a game. Like, really viscerally do not want to play this. Uh, this is one of the rare occasions that I've actually felt it in years. I hate this section so much because... I'll do my best to get it done for you. Yeah, I, it's one of those things I don't because care. Because it's I, like... It, 
it needs to needs to patch that part out. <laughs> I just I just don't want it in there. Um, the the basic thing is without giving away spoilers because it's still a relatively new game. Is you have to a creature is stalking you and you have to go and get something in this really relatively small area and then use it on another part. But it's so inconsistent with how it spots you. Like I've hidden in the same place twice and had a different response each time. And once it starts chasing after you, you can't really get away from it. And if there's like um, closets that you can hide in, but even if it can't see you, I've had like it can't see you when you hide in there. I've I've had it like not having spot me beforehand, but just being close enough like geographically to me, even though it was out of line of sight, to be able to just come up to me and just rip me out of it, like just insta kill me. And it's just it's just one of those things where I'm just sitting there going, this is so bad. This is so painful to do. I hate this. If they just make it... Now, if I were to do that, because I'm the best at everything and I never make any mistakes, mm. so they should listen to me, um, I would, if it absolutely had to be in the game, I would be like, okay, it's on a set path. It is on a set circle path. Like standard that standard stealth. Well, it, it is. Stuff. It is kind of on one, no, but it no. gets moved by what you do. It's on a standard circle path, and I would give it a very narrow cone of vision, very narrow, and I would make it deaf, so it can't hear if you're like running around behind it. Mm. Which some people might say is too easy. I would say you haven't played this part. <laughs> I mean, it does seem to have. I because I, I think it's supposed to be blind. So how the fuck could it just see you through doors anyway, then? But it's... I, so I don't know if it... Because it, it's not hearing you, because I've had it spot me when I've been stand still, so I guess it's supposed to just be able to sense you. Well, that's really helpful but in it's, a stealth game kind of... Uh... That's, that's the problem. Uh, I think stealth games work, you know, when it's a very defined thing. Like, you know what what is required of you to to trigger an enemy to come after you. Um, and so whilst it is on like a proper circuit, you can predictably know wh- where it's going to go. But the moment you break it out of that by it spotting you or reacting to you, like maybe catching a glimpse of you, then it starts going on doing its own thing. And the thing is, like, I like watched a walkthrough of it because like, after I'd done this a few times, I was like, oh my god, no, I don't want to do this. I, I just want to get back to the game I'm enjoying. Because uh, I am enjoying the game. That's the pro- This is why this part annoys me so much. Um I went and looked it up, and I'm like, I literally have done exactly what this walkthrough did, except when I went into the cupboard, it just ripped me out of it and killed me instantly. Except it walked past him in the person who played through this. I hope that gets patched to be better. Oh, God, I hope it gets patched out, but... I just don't... <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, narratively, it's an interesting idea. Um... Yeah, but the thing is, if you can't, you have to work within your means, and if you are... Like, you said there was another stealth section that was a lot easier, and, like, you couldn't, like, they couldn't see you unless you literally, like... Started like poking them in the face. Yeah, had to pretty much get your dick out and wave it in front of yeah, them. Before so like, that, then yeah, be if you can't be good, at least be fucking consistent. Yeah, because um... because that's that's gameplay. You know, it's like you the player learns. That's the thing. It's yeah. like how many times have you seen in a game, say in a stealth thing, where you're watching a monster in a cutscene and then something falls off a shelf and then they stop and then they bolt for it. Yeah, and they, they, that kind of tells you everything you need to know. So if something is different, they have a responsibility in showing you what has changed in a subtle way. Yeah, the other part is that the now I worked out what I'm supposed to do in this segment because 
just to, just the concept. You have to pick up a dagger and use it on something. Um, but it super doesn't really make it obvious that that's what you have to do. I, I figured it Isn't out. Isn't the clue like behind you? Where the clue's like behind level? where you start. You have to turn around and look on the floor at a note that's just lying behind the thing you're supposed to interact that with. That really sounds like they set your spawn point like five meters too <laughs> far ahead. Um, and. <laughs> And then you have to like go and pick a certain knife because it's a room full of different looking weird knives. <laughs> and you have to smash it open to, therefore making noise. You have to choose wisely. Don't don't choose don't choose poorly. Don't ever choose poorly. Ooh. But the thing then is it'll fucking murder you through a cl- like covered ca- like a fucking I can't even words. <laughs> I'm I'm speaking I'm this is this is like the ancient speech of Dagon, I'll have you know. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like I say, I really like the game. Like, it's really janky. It has loads of problems. Like, the, the voice acting, like, or, like, balancing is all over the place. And the cons- how good individual people are is a bit all over the place as well. But in spite of all that, I genuinely like the core little gameplay thing of trying to solve these mysteries. Like, having weird visions, being, you know, being being the unreliable narrator and having people around you, you know, also be... the core be... of fucking Lovecraft. Yeah, like, it's it does the good thing of, like, modern interpretations of Lovecraft, where it's Lovecraft minus all the racism. Yeah. That's good. I, I, it's I, the ultimate good good Lovecraft part. Yeah, I, I, I do like it, but yeah, just that the, the stealth parts are just kind of shit, and this last, this, this last boss, boss fight, quote-unquote, uh, that I've encountered is just so bad, I... I don't want to play the game because I don't want to have to do that section. Yeah. Which is, I, I feel, is the ultimate crime. I know that I'm having a real knee-jerk reaction to it. No, no, to be but... fair, like, you don't, as a rule, tend to... I'm the knee-jerker over here. I'm doing the can-can, <laughs> like, every fucking day. <laughs> so, I know it's bad when you have such a negative reaction to something. Yeah, um... So, I, I, it's, it's a game that's got... that I, I can, like... On the one hand, I sort of recommend because I do like it, but like, be aware that what you're your... getting yourself into is pretty frustrating. And I, I, I've heard that that is the worst thing, worst thing in the game. I ever. have heard that that is yeah. literally the only huge fucking problem with the game. And so, presumably, after that, it's fine and becomes the game again. That's kind of janky, but if you're already into that, then you'll be fine with it. But yeah, that one part is just so bad. Oh, yeah. um, but I won't, I won't dwell on that any longer. Um, and so therefore we'll just end my section because that's actually all I have to talk about. Okay. Um, so yeah, go play Deltarune if you haven't, uh, and maybe play Call of Cthulhu, uh, if... If you, you... don't mind maddeningly, infuriatingly <laughs> stealth. If you're not as infuriated section. by shit stealth as I am. Yeah. I mean, I get like, I get mad if the toaster reflects me in an unfavourable light, so I, sh- I probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we just don't have a toaster, we don't, I don't have that toaster, that famous toaster problem. Oh, it's, it's a very common issue. <laughs> You just walk in Look, there and I'm like, just going to be honest. Here. I'm just going to be honest. I'm yeah. not prepared to have the toaster discourse appear in our comments section. Yeah, cause, okay. You know what? People get really fucking spicy about it. They that. get very spicy about it. They, they stop do. being able to talk rationally. <laughs> they do. It's terrible. Some people, like, it's just a preference. Anyway, um, I've I've literally just been playing Stardew Valley. Yep. That's nice. the thing, isn't it? That's what I've been doing. I've been playing Stardew Valley, and it's really good. I've restored the community center. I married Shane. Is he your, your chicken husband? My chicken. He is officially my chicken husband now. Nice. I, I, okay, so like, there's this adorable fucking thing that I didn't know was a thing, and I think it's the cutest thing in the world. So when you get married to somebody, 
you can, at any point when they're in uh, in the farmhouse, just hanging out, you can go up to them and give them a kiss. No. Oh. And like you kind of like you hold hands and give each other a bit of a peck, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I bet he just... likes that. <laughs> oh, he likes it when I peck him. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta throw seed on the ground for so. Yeah. No, he'll lie there, like in his pants, just covered in bird seed, and I'll just come in and be like, <laughs> and just start pecking him. Okay, like... you gotta stop talking now. Okay, but it's really sick. Oh, that's why you, you're having to sit on your hands. Hey, drama mat, it's just too sexy. You are wearing a full body chicken costume as well, not like a no, sexy no, not chicken a sexy costume. One, like one of those really weird knockoff ones where like the head is kind of like drooped to the left, and like your face comes out the mouth. It's just, it's just not good. But you know, I mean, that, that Shane likes it. It's so what he's into. That's what he's into. Yeah, easy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's like, that, that's if you keep right-clicking, I guess. I guess. But yeah. Um, so I thought that was really fucking sweet. Yeah. Honestly. And like, they'll occasionally cook food for you as well. Like, he keeps handing me pizzas and going, "I microwaved this. I thought you might like it." <laughs> also, oh. sorry if it's squishy. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I and mean, say... I'm not what? sure. Microwaving pizzas for you is kind of an insult. Why would you microwave them? Well, I, well, we have a stove there, but I think he's just kind of like, you know, the whole like mental illness. So I think that's just a bit too much effort for him. Okay. Fair so enough. he kind of just whacks it in the microwave and he's like, ah. Because he, he gave me some scrambled eggs the other day that he'd made in the microwave. And I was like, I mean, you can, Can Shane. you make scrambled eggs? Yeah, you, can. you can. You can, yeah. but they suck. <laughs> yeah. I still like, I always take the food he gives me into the mines. So, like, when I get, like... Want to leave them there. No, no. So when I get bitten by bats or whatever, I'll just cram, like, a bunch of microwave pizza on my face, and I'm like, that's nice. See, what's healing me isn't the fact that this food is here, because it's terrible. It's the fact that, you know, someone out there cares and doesn't want me to die in the mines. It's nice. Also, then I go and kill a bunch of, like, weird masked people. So Shane's awful microwaved pizza is to Stardew Valley what Talus's awful cheese sandwiches are to our D&D party. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, without okay. a doubt. So, I mean, I hate them, but it's just <laughs> nice somebody's making me food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the community centre, so Joja Mart shut down. Not really a spoiler, that's just what happens. It was pretty good. I also incited a fist fight, which was really um, funny. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm still enjoying that. I've still got a bunch of stuff to, to do. It's okay, because the people fist fighting, one of them was a good guy, one of them was like the ultimate evil, so it's fine. Okay. D- doesn't that make it weird. The ultimate evil exists in Stardew Valley. Yeah, and it's basically Amazon. <laughs> I'm not even sure. <laughs> like a fist fight with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> Pay Amazing. your taxes, you fuck, and then you just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> to be honest, if there's one person, just kind of deserve a smack in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, it's 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 really great. Been enjoying that. I got I got myself a horsey. You did, yes. He's a good horsey. I like him. Can you ride the horses? Yeah, you can ride the horse around. Oh, and yes. you can give them a name. So my 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 horsey's name is Silas because he's a good boy. <laughs> and like you can go to the the desert on the bus, and like if you hop off the horse and then hop on the bus and then you come back, it goes. Your loyal horse has been waiting for you, or Silas has been wondering where you've been. And I'm like, oh, good, good boy, good horse, good horse, good boy, good horse, good horse. But yeah, no, that's that's been going well. Mm. Apart from that, I've been watching, I watched Sabrina. Yeah, nice. I've already really spoken yeah. about that. Um, what else have I been up to? Oh, okay. So I've been watching a bunch of spoopy stuff. 
because you know it's ha- the month of Halloween. So I mean, it was. It, no, it still is. <laughs> Every month is Halloween. If you're a goth like what I am, she says you're wearing miffy a... pajamas. I say you're not even a goth. I'm a bit of a goth. You, you. I, I don't know. You're more of a grunge kid with an affinity for black. Okay, so but that's like way harder to say. <laughs> you get me. You've not once tried to sack Rome. Okay, I did <laughs> once, and it was big and scary, and I realised it was really difficult to do that, so I just kind of gave up and went nah. for a subway, alright? Like a mall. I don't bring up your failings, okay? I try. <laughs> and one day, when I get my confidence back, I'll go try again. What else have you been watching? I've been watching... I watched a bit of Haunted, which is on Netflix, which I thought was like a bunch of short stories... Which, essentially, it kind of is. And honestly, it may be really angry. So, Haunted is basically where they sit somebody down in a room with their family, and this person will tell their family about a spooky thing that happened to them. Except for the fact the first like few episodes are like taking people who have suffered severe childhood trauma and then basically just turning it into a ghost story. Uh, in the way that like there was the the first episode is a guy who when he was like six is his... it just just to just ask quickly is it mm. so is it it's real people or is it like it's a tv show yes and it's supposed and... to be like a reality show oh it's a bit, uh, okay right. and like what they do is you know the whole kind of like uh reconstructions yeah. they do that as if it's like a really cheap piece of shit horror movie which is actually i think really quite offensive to the people who are telling their stories. So, like, yeah, first one, there's, like, this guy was, like, when I was, like, five or six, we lived in a motel. I think he, like, had an abusive dad or something. He had, like, a really abusive alcoholic dad and an an enabler mother who were just not good people. And they were in a restaurant, and, like, one of his early memories is in this hotel restaurant, this guy basically comes in completely naked, covered in blood with an axe, screaming, trying to get into the, the restaurant. Uh, because he just like hacked up like his wife or something, and he's just gone fucking nuts. And like he was just like, I remember nearly being crushed with all the adults trying to push the door shut so he couldn't get in. So anyway, this ghost has been haunting me, and I'm like, wait, no, stop. <laughs> this is a severe, s- severe piece of psychological trauma. Not you know the fact that this guy at the time was a a young child, notwithstanding. That is yeah. a severe problem that can cause so... PTSD is not something to be fucking laughed at. That is a very serious problem. It does sound like it is commodifying people's trauma that's for ex- cheap, spooky that's thrills. That's exactly what it is doing. So, like, this guy's like... So, from then on, I started seeing this, like, blood-covered woman in my fucking closet. And I'm like, okay... It does not take a psychologist to work out where that came from. Yeah. And he's like, he was talking about this one thing, and I'm like, no, I just... Okay. So he's talking about how, when he was like 17, he was in the bath, and it just suddenly became blood, and he jumped out and started screaming, and his mother came in and refused to say a word, but we're just, we're just cleaning him up. And he's all like, you, it, it was blood, Mum. I saw it was the, the, the woman in white was here. And the woman just doesn't say anything, and she just mops up all the water. That, to me, says the woman is going, my son is crazy, but I'm just not going to engage because I don't know what to say. Mm. And I feel that that man is seriously in need of mental counselling, like like psychological counselling, because he has obviously got a lot of repressed memories. His young mind, I feel, is kind of 
had like created this woman in the closet as a way of trying to explain why he'd seen what he's seen. He said that he, well, you know, he would tell his father about this spooky stuff and his father would literally just punch him in the face like from the age of like six. And it's like, okay, why are you basically, like you said, commodifying this poor man's trauma? Because he's not well. Mm. And that's, of course, if it's true. Because it's reality if it's TV, true, you know. I mean, like, reality TV is fucked anyway. And then like, the next one is like, oh yeah, so uh, my, my family, my, my father and mother would kill random hitchhikers and make us dispose of bodies. And it's like, okay. <laughs> um... Right. Stop commodifying. This should be on a true crime yeah, show. Like, yeah, why? What's this got? To t- what? It's, yeah, but they always make it about ghosts. So it's like, oh yes, but uh, like in that one, it's like my father, I know, was possessed by the devil, TM, and it's like, no, he wasn't. It's like, oh yeah, but one night I saw him and he was dancing around naked and he put pentagrams everywhere in blood and he was saying, "Hail Satan!" I was like, yeah, but was he? <laughs> and even if he was, probably wasn't possessed by the devil. Yeah. It was probably just a batshit, complete fucking asshole. A a literal serial killer. A literal serial killer. But yeah, and it's like, it's just doing stuff like that. And then it would cut away to this really cheap, like, B-movie horror stuff. And I'm like, this is really, really offensive. I really hope that none of this is true. And even then, if it is, it's kind of setting a really dangerous precedent. Yeah. So yeah, I really fucking hate Haunted. Cannot recommend you stay the fuck away from it enough. Because just don't give them the fucking... Don't give them the watch. Learn from my mistake. Because yeah. oh, that pissed me <laughs> off. Um, I'm going to talk about another one. Uh, Girl from Nowhere, which is a Thai production available on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Which, okay, so content warning. This is massively high on the scale for not only gore, but sexual violence. Episode 2 is particularly horrible for that. Right. So, I'm a massive fan of person comes out of nowhere and is basically the embodiment of vengeance that's kind of what girl from nowhere is it follows follows a character called nano who is the girl from nowhere and she shows up at a school and this is the first episode so i'm not going to go too heavy into spoilers but yeah where it's it's been named the the purest school in the district and you can immediately see that something's fucky is going on there's one of the female teachers is like okay uh, we should start putting condom machines in, in the bathrooms and stuff and because, you know, children need to be edu- make educated and safe choices about sex and they immediately go, you should be fired. You're a pervert. What's wrong with you, you fucking hoe enabler? And she's like, wow, okay, fine. And, like, one of the guys who, like, who's a teacher is like, oh, no, no, I can see both sides and let's just calm it down and it goes on. And, and this girl, Nano, is like because the guy uh, the, the male teacher is making videos like to promote so they were like oh yeah we'll bring in yoga to kind of promote like you know a kind of ease in students minds so they're better at studying and that kind of thing and the students are really reacting positively to this so he's like okay we're going to do a video on yoga nano and this other girl how about you two just come with me into the gymnasium at night and I'll film you stretching okay. you see exactly where this is going don't yeah. you yeah yeah so, like, not too big a spoilers for the episode, but yeah, she Nano seduces him, he records it, um, and then is basically like, oh yeah, uh, unless you like keep sleeping with me, I'll release it, and then everyone will think you're a slut. And she's like, are you sure this is what you want? Are you really sure? 
what about your family? You know, and all this kind of stuff. Which turns out she's been recording him saying, I don't give a fuck about my family. I'm just going to keep diddling schoolgirls. And it goes on and she starts blackmailing him. And it's, it's just like this weird bunny boiler thing where she kind of just shows up at his house. And it's like, oh, hi, teacher. You forgot your phone. Lovely house you have here. Which is amazing to watch this guy twist. <laughs> the ending is maybe a bit harsh for this one. But it was still like, oh, shit. Okay, this is really dark and out of left field because she's a kind of supernatural entity she kind of like in the second one in the second episode she dies and then she's back at school the next day like hi guys i bet we had fun at the party last night which i'm not going to mention what happened at the party because it was fucking gruesome and terrible and horrible but yeah suffice to say she she goes on a punishing spree and it just it keeps going and it's just yeah it's like the funny thing about it is that no one is a good guy. <laughs> like, no one at all. In the first episode, there's, like, the, the lady teacher and um, there's, like, a girl that the the creepy teacher got pregnant. They're the only two good characters. Like, the only good people. Yeah. And then from then on, in every episode I've seen, no one is a good person. And she's just, like, this fucking... This, this tornado coming in, fucking wrecking everything. It's the sort of thing of someone um, screwing with people, but everyone's a bad person, so it's probably fine. Yeah. And I will say, also, the uh, the character Nano, her laugh is horrible. <laughs> she literally, like, it, like, occasionally they'll have, like, a, oh, yes, like, she's watching someone, like, uh, she's given them all this, like, this evidence of, like, oh, yeah, you're a disgusting person, and look what I'm going to do, and look where it's gotten you. And they'll be like, oh, shit. And she'll just start laughing, and it's not laughter; it's screaming. It's like <laughs> it's, it's, she cannot she cannot fake laugh. I'm not saying oh, it's horrible in the way it's scary. It's like no, it's just so annoying to fucking listen to. Because she <laughs> goes from like zero a... to one hundred terrible fucking fake laughter. Is it supposed to be weird? I don't know. It's just so annoying to listen to. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I personally wouldn't have had her laughing any at any point if, especially if that was the laugh she was coming out with. <laughs> But who knows, maybe she was directed yeah. like that. Um, do you like this show? I am not? fascinated by it. <laughs> because yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell. tell yeah. summary, it was, it's yeah. it's a really, really interesting idea. Because like, um, uh, there's a thing, not really like this, but there's a, um, there's a, a TV show I fucking adore called The Booth at the End. Mm. Which is where Xander Berkeley is this really mysterious guy who just sits in a diner every day. And people come to him and they go... I, I want to, you know, like, oh, I want to, I want to be rich. And he's like, okay, we can, and he looks in this, this journal and he goes, you have to kill a baby. And I know that sounds really extreme, but that's like, it's kind of like they go in with a problem and then like, he will give them a task to do and it always works. So I was like, some guy comes in and goes, she's like, I want to be pretty. You know, and he's like, okay, well, uh, you know, you'll have to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, and when people start working towards this goal, they like they're the things they've asked for start happening, and like you can't. It's like you you feel that maybe there there is a correlation, but like there's one guy who comes in and goes. So I started like looking into what you told me to do, and my son's getting less sick. Is that you? And he's like, not sure. Could be. So he's like this completely great, like this mysterious fucking entity. And it it has like things of that, this, this mysterious entity coming in and just fucking with people. But in a more, like he's more kind of calm and stuff. Like, mm. Whereas 
Nano is, like I say, this fucking tornado of destruction. Mm. Should be noted, if you do choose to watch uh, Booth at the End, uh, it's not always you have to kill a baby. No, no, no. It's... Sometimes <laughs> it's stuff that's fairly innocuous. Yeah, to, yeah. So I'm, I'm using that as an example. Yeah. It's like, yeah, basically, you go in and ask for something, there is a price you have to go. It's that kind of thing. Because sometimes I, it's something as, as silly as, like, oh, you have to go and. Call your dad and tell him you love him. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. that. It, it, yeah. it depends on the person. But it's like, I would say, stay the fuck away from season two because it's terrible and it shits the bed. <laughs> But season one of The Booth at the End is phenomenal. I'd say if you're really interested in what I've said about um, Girl from Nowhere, because like I say, it is such an interesting concept, and it doesn't go the, like, the way you'd think it would. So, you know, like, you, like, you know, the stories about, like, vengeful spirits or whatever, that who knows what Nano is. But, like, she doesn't exactly fit the bill and will do things that you just don't get. Mm. Like, why would you do that to this person? Or why would you put this person in danger? They are an innocent, you know? So she's like, she's not even really for the force of good, per se. She's kind of more neutral. A kind of chaotic force. Yeah, she, yeah, she is chaos. Yeah. And, like, she'll come in and punish, like, the pedo teacher and stuff like that. But there are people who get caught in her wake. But it's okay because she's punishing the bad guy. So yeah, a lot of people go down as collateral. Yeah, it's okay. really, I'd say yeah, like say if you if you can stand with the sexual violence because it is pretty rough at times. I'd say it's an interesting watch. Okay, but yeah, it's just I, I'm going to keep watching it. I think because it's just I need to see where it's going. If it's going anywhere, it's so strange. But yeah. Um, oh, the last one, last spooky thing I've been watching is I mentioned it earlier by accident: The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Which is another Netflix what? thing because shut up, I watch haunting things. Haunting at house on. No. Yeah, it's it, the haunting of Hill House, which I think is based. That on still doesn't have enough of those in it. I know it's not I related, know. but the haunting of the house on the hill. <laughs> but yeah, no, the haunting on Hill House now. I watched the first. I watched halfway through the first episode and called it quits because I was so fucking angry and frustrated with it. <laughs> Mainly because so the main thing is these like this is quite a big family. This family grew up in this like they're, they're house flippers. Uh, if you know what that is, that's somebody like who moves into a house that's kind of wrecked. Will fix it all up, move out and sell it on. That's kind. Of, that's that's yeah. house flipping. So like. That's what their, their mother and father do. The mother's an architect and the dad's like, he's, he, he builds the houses, she, she designs them. And they move into the, the, you know, the house, the hill house, which I think is called Hill House. And is, you know, so there's like a lot of the children as adults, you follow them in their everyday lives. Um, and then it's like constantly flashing back to when they were children in the house. And it's that... In and of itself was so jarring in the first episode, I could not keep up. So I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who this person was that when they? What? Okay, well, who's this guy? I had no idea who was who because mm. it's like, okay, I'm getting used to all these characters as adults, and then you immediately snap to here's a bunch of kids, and I'm like, I don't fucking know who these kids are, and it, it pissed me off a lot. But like everyone was saying, oh my god, it's so good, it's so good. So I was like, for for the one time I listened to people when they say it's good, go back and watch it. I did, and it was actually after I got used to who 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 the fuck is who, it was actually really good. <laughs> it's it's I wouldn't say it's I'd say it's uh it is spooky, and I would say there's some amazing fucking. 
What would you call it? <laughs> some amazing fucking. So many amazing fucking. There I don't are know some, if there is any fucking, but there are some very good spooky shots in it. Some fan, like did you, like when like there's a little thing which I, I I'm kind of not wanting to say it, but I will because you probably won't notice it if you watch it. When they have a like, it's it's absolutely amazing the amount of long, unedited shots they have. There's one particular. They are ep- fantastic. Because I didn't see the whole run, but I did watch a handful of episodes of it. And there's one particular episode where they're in a funeral parlor. Yeah, basically. it's based around a funeral parlor, and I kind of meant to go back and and watch through it again to try and figure out how many like ten minute plus. Well, I think Seemingly the, unbroken shots. I there think the are. longest shot in the episode is like twenty minutes, unedited. It's like it's just that's a long, continual shot with actors talking, carrying on, and like there's little like swapsies where they'll be like, because like, uh, guy like dad walks in and it kind of like they're, they're a big fan of kind of like the the um what what would you call it like a spherical kind of like. Uh, like like walking around in like a semicircle around people as they're talking, they do that a lot, and like it kind of starts on him and it kind of goes round and all the all the kids are sitting there as children, where the adults are sat, and then like kind of goes back to him and then like it goes back to them and they're all adults sitting there. But this is all one unbroken but it's one shot. One unbroken shot, or at the very least, is the appearance of an yeah. unbroken shot because there could there's very probably camera trickery in yeah. there to make it appear like it's one, yeah. one broken shot or maybe it is because sometimes they you know yeah, some they, shows do that very um, impressive like with the actors and everyone getting things right because yeah like you fuck up one line in that they have to redo the whole thing yeah and there's like when it's in the mansion um this is the the thing i was gonna say is they do a lot of unbroken shots on that where um i've seen some behind the scenes stuff so like in the mansion there's a lot of statues yeah they are our different statues with their heads turned the right, the, a different way. Oh. That they will come in and swap. <laughs> and it's like, that is really fucking cool. So it always looks like the house has got eyes on you. Mm. Or at least the person who's like the focus of the frame. Which is really fucking impressive. Like an impressive little detail. That's the thing. It's like, there's a lot of really small details in it that are really quite good. Mm. And I'm so glad I went back to it because, damn, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good series. I will. I will say one thing. I I sort of like started picking up the series because whilst you were watching it, I started kind of watching it like about halfway through. Yeah. Uh, and then sort of watch most of the rest of it with you. Um. Because apparently I don't watch full series on no, my own you unless it's Star to me Trek. Watching some of them, and then you might join in at some point. Yeah, that's just how I end up watching shows a lot of the time. <laughs> um. I will say that without giving any detail whatsoever, because I don't want to spoil anything. It does a rare thing of has a satisfying end to a horror story because so many horror stories have, have just ch- misery filled bullshit endings. Yeah, misery filled cheap endings. Yeah, where it's like, oh, everyone thinks they're out safe, but then there's the boogeyman or whatever. And it doesn't do any of the lazy horror endings. And I think it's. There's just something kind of good about yeah. how how it deals with it. And despite being consistently miserable for significant chunks of There's the story. There's some seriously dark tones. There's uh, some yeah. seriously dark shit going on in there. And yeah, the actual supernatural horror elements are generally filmed pretty well. They are, for yeah. the most part, pretty good at not showing it too much. So stuff remains spooky. Yeah. 
Um, or yeah. just like they have a lot of tension where, yeah, long drawn out shots where someone's just walking around a house, which sounds really boring, but it's it's shot well. The camera angles are used incredibly well. It's, you know, the actors are doing a fantastic job. Like the kid actors, even then they're pretty decent considering the standard for child actors. Yeah. But yeah, so they do a really good job. And yeah, no, I'm... The, if you can muddle through the... You might not get as confused with the whole adults and children and figuring out who is who. But I'd say definitely give it a shot if you're into like spookiness or just really good filmography. <laughs> but yeah, no. I really enjoyed that and I can recommend. Hmm. Yeah, ah, that's good. pretty much all I've been doing. <laughs> okay. It made me think just... um. I have no input on the horror thing because, meh, what else? No, dude, that's fine. <laughs> you know me. I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I'm yeah, probably not going to watch it. But I, you made me yeah. think of um, talking about the one-shots. Did I ever talk to you about a film called Victoria? Mm, don't think so. Mm. It's a German film from, I don't know, we, we watched it in a cinema, but I can't think where we were. But, like, maybe four years ago, three or four years ago? But that's a, like, you know, a good two-hour-long film all done in one shot. Oh, shit. Jesus. Um, and it's set in it's it's set in Berlin, and it's like around. It's not just all in a room. Like it's they go outside and go between buildings, and like it's. Oh a, God, the, it's so they like, introduce the public element in an, an yeah, unbroken yeah, yeah. shot, and it's like it's a shot. it's like a thriller. So there's like action scenes and things going on, and like because they were wanting to film around like sunrise or whatever, and because they wanted to get good lighting, like they could only film. They had like three nights to do it, and they had like three attempts to do it or something. Oh shit! Jesus, but. Okay. And it works so well. It's really good. Especially, like, okay, it's probably not as good as if they, like, if you just look at this, like, obviously, because the story goes a bit, they had to have limitations because it was all done in one shot. But it's super, super impressive. No, that sounds um, really cool. I'll have to check that out, dude. Uh, the music's really cool as well, because it's by a guy who went to actually see, see live a few months ago, Neil's Farm, who's, like, really cool, like, electronic music stuff. And mm. So the soundtrack's really beautiful as well. But yeah, really, really impressive. Like, I'm sure it's like at least two hours long. Um, and yeah, just if you like, if you like, if you like the one shot sort of things. Yeah, it's, no. it's, I've no idea yeah, if it's on Netflix the or whatever. And I'm not it. saying it's. The, I'm sure. I'm sure there's others. And I'm, I'm not at all saying this was the first or only. But yeah. it's it's was one that we watched. And I can't remember if we if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast. So I don't believe so. No, no. Um, but no, cool. But yeah, I've no idea if it was particularly big. So whether it's available on Netflix or I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And it's in, well, I think it was German, because it's a German film, but I think they meet, she's, the character's like Spanish, so they quite often speak in English, mm. because common language, but there is also German bits, you'd have to find, <laughs> trying to, to beat about the bush of, if you find, so she can if you, translate it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just if you try and find it somewhere on the internet. Not that I recommend you should, but you might have difficulty downloading because I don't You're know right. how subtitles are. I might are find it on Amazon. Um, but who knows? Yeah, if you can, if you can get, if you can find it on Netflix or somewhere, I definitely recommend watching it. No, definitely, thank you, dude. Um, completely forgot about that until you started talking about those lo- those like because it's so impressive when you see people do the oh, like, long shots. Oh, it really is. Like, they did it a bit in uh, Birdman as well. There's like a lot of the shots in that were like good, oh, like ten minutes. That. Or... That's what that's Michael Keaton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the. Like, it's filmed, it's like, they're not trying to trick you, but because sometimes, like, the camera will go up to the sky and come down, and you're like, okay, obviously that's where they made, like, a cut. Yeah. But still, even, like, even, like between those bits, the shots are, like, long. I don't even know how long, but, like, long shots. Like, mm. Even like, the, the illusion film, of an unbroken shot is still, it's, it's it's still looks, yeah. It still looks not cool, the easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah, so. 
but yeah, this Vic- Victoria I definitely recommend. Mm. Oh, cool. Okay. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing as well. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess we should then move on to the questions. 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 Okie dokie. Um, we have so... a number. Sorry? We have a number of questions. Cool. And Wib, what email address should people be sending their questions or waifu slash husbandos slash significant other questions to us? They should be sending it to onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. What's that again? Onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. And you're just trying to get revenge on me for every time <laughs> I do this to you. It's fucking annoying, isn't it? No, it's fine. It's so annoying. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, you, yes. you heard it, Drummermat. He was like, wow, that, that's really bloody annoying, isn't it? Apples and pears. I, I'm not Let's go for a pint at Tip Pub. I'm not even northern, really. That's that's what husband <laughs> sounds <the> like. <laughs> Neither of those accents are. And I, I, bet, right. I, I don't have a strong accent either way. Mm-hmm. Okay, Captain received pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Every Drama. person. Anyway, okay, yes, fine. <laughs> Acidus wrote Hello. in to say, um, not been able to watch any of the live stream recently. Um, oh my god! Okay, because uh, their internet is bad, and okay, I was like, "Yeah, no I, you should be downloading I'm, it in." Text no, no, I'm then... entirely sympathetic. Bad internet is the worst. Yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> I literally had to start my PC and my internet router before recording this podcast because my internet wasn't good enough to load the speed test site, let alone run a speed <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah, no, ultimate sympathy um, for you, dude. Um, since you guys, he's, so his question: since you guys keep going on about how old you are. What advice would you give to someone about to turn 30? And then in brackets, it's me. I'm about to turn 30. Please, please send help. Happy birthday, for starters. And yeah, second, fine. who gives a fuck? We, the we only problem I have with getting older is the fact that my body doesn't work as well as it used to. <laughs> yeah. And everything's sore and I get angry at loud music. Honestly, Wait, no, I've I, always gotten angry at loud music. I, I felt literally no different from being 30 to being like in my late 20s. Mm. It's the same. It's all fine. Yeah. Apart from your knees yeah. or your back. <laughs> all, all the stuff that like physically starts has been going wrong was going wrong beforehand anyway. Yeah. Also, yeah, so what we're saying, it's not a sudden drop. It's a long, continuous, inevitable yeah. drop. Basically, stuff, also, stuff starts off checks. bad and just keeps getting worse and yeah. worse. Yeah, no, this is, but that's just life in general. That's just life. But yeah, I'd say go for it. <laughs> an eye test or a hearing test just go for a physical just to make sure that you know you're, you're fit as a fiddle because I, I put off like hearing tests and eye tests for a long time and that turned out I needed glasses and hearing aids so <laughs> it's better to get that thing kind of like nipped in the bud early yeah yeah, and happy yeah. birthday <laughs> but yeah basically it's fine don't worry about it too it's much it's fine <laughs> you joke, we joke about it it's, but like who cares the yeah. only benefit you get to getting old apart from giving less of a fuck about things is just being able to make fun of the fact that you're older. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you, drummer butt? <sighs> probably, oh, he probably, needs you're, you're, t- you're tired. You need afternoon eat. naps, but I've needed afternoon naps for a long time. Yeah, same, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Age is just a number, man. It was yeah. cool. Mm. Like, use it as an excuse to go get pissed or whatever you want to do on your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Or eat, <laughs> like, like, a bunch of cupcakes. That'd be really It's a great nice. excuse to, like either have a party or have a gathering or not depending on what you want but it's an excuse to do whatever the fuck you want for a day i'd say the best part about getting older is people stop being like oh for your birthday you need to get absolutely blind bastard drunk i mean that is literally what i just said yeah no i agree with drama matt to the point that i'm going to elaborate on it apparently i'm doing something wrong because he's an old man and angry at me dick what (laughs) 
No, no, it's just that my advice was go get drunk and your your advice is it's great because people will stop telling you to go get drunk. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I was saying, like, you know when, when you're young and there's a lot of pressure on you to go out and get wasted or like... Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. oh, you have to have a party. It's like, you get to, like, yeah, you get to older and, like, you can go and do that. That's great. But, like, no one expects you to it and no one pressures you into it. Yeah, like, yeah, It's peer completely is... fine if you want to. Yeah. There's, like, no one puts, like, a lot of pressure on you for this stuff, so... <laughs> Apart from Drummer Matt, because he's an enabler. <laughs> he's like, yeah, go and do lots of lots trucking. of pints and trucking, <laughs> but not at the same time. Have a pint after you finish Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Drink yeah. responsibly, drive res- responsibly. Yes. Smart. All right, moving on. Blood Wolf Koji, a question for Snipe and Wib. Not Drummer Matt. Not me. Oh, no. what, guys, you need to start asking Drama Matt questions because he's really important and a lovely man. So you should ask, like, Drama Matt, what is your favourite texture to put on your on your hands? No, I just thought that was going to be, what is your favourite texture, just as a general just, statement. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, what is your favourite texture, Drama Matt? Um, I don't know, I feel like I'm rather on the spot here. Okay, well, what texture is that spot? Um, I'm going to go with... So I got a new board game recently okay. right. called Azul, which is really cool. And it rhymes, which makes it even cooler, apparently. <laughs> um, it's a Portuguese-themed like tile-laying thing, which oh, is really, pre- it's really pretty. This, yeah. Yeah. But the back of it, the back of the tiles, has a cool, pre- uh, has a cool te- uh, like pattern on it, like, a way, like an old, like, old school map sea. So it's like loads of like archers that, blue archers that look like the sea. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's got that texture on the back. Oh, so that's your favourite texture. Yeah, there you go. See, it was related. There we go. So what was the actual question? Um, (laughs) For us. Since these, and I first got confused because turns out I don't read the actual subject line of emails. (laughs) Because you just click, it just says who, I just see who it's from and then click on the email and then just read the email. Turns out I I I just don't ever read. So I read this whole email, got very confused as to what was (laughs) happening. And then noticed that the subject line of the email said sisters and gene stealers. I was like, Oh, okay. But yeah, it turns out if you've ever said anything to me in the in the um, subject line of an email, I com- not 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 ignore, just genuinely not noticed. You know, sometimes, <laughs> Matt. Yes, you are. I think of you as being like the version of us that has a functional life, <laughs> and then I find out that the basic reading comprehension required to read an email but is just devoid from you. Nothing important gets put in a, sub- in a subject line. You put what you want to say in the email. Oh, I'm going to so, start putting some really fucking you still, weird shit in the subject line to my email. Steven. You still read what it says. Yeah. Drama Matt doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, okay, this isn't about me. Then? Okay. Um, so, sisters and gene stealers. Yes. Since these are the main big factions to have yet got a codex yep. in the current edition, um, I wanted to ask what you guys would like to see in each one. Sisters. I just want sisters. <laughs> you just want sisters to be in the sisters codex. I want. Yeah, I want them to have their own fucking codex. Well, I want them to have the other only, like, their codex, rather than just being fucking part of someone else's codex. Yeah, I'm so fucking tired. Sisters of Battle have in the entire run of 40k, despite being something that has been in it for basically the entire time, <laughs> have had, had one, one of their own codexes. They had, yeah, they had one second edition codex, yeah, and then every, and then the only other one they've had since then was shared with the Inquisition in Witch Hunters in mm-hmm. third, and then all the other ones have just been like PDFs. Yeah. 
So. Which is like, I'm not going to say that that's really fucking irritating, but that is so fucking irritating. The only faction that has been less well served is like the squats. The squats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, just fucking saying. So yeah, I, I just want I just want another codex. And I just want I want them to have s- good stats. I would like them and actually. I want them to have Terminator armor. Yeah, I, there's, there's some people who've out there who've drawn like sisters themed Terminator armor and I would actually genuinely oh, quite like that. That'd be so cool. Ultimately, I would just like them to expand them because they because they really feel like they kind of put them in there at the start of the game and then just left them there and didn't do anything. That's kind them. of it. They haven't really had like the unit like army-wide updates that other ones have had. Yeah. So I mean, they've still been, you know, they still use the models from second edition. Yeah. It's like 94 or something, I think, their stuff came out. Um, and they've had the same stuff ever, ever since, and it's meant that their line and the stuff they have available, the actual units they can use, have been so, like, stilted for that entire time. Like, whole new types of units have come out for other th- for other factions, yeah. and they just haven't had it. I so, just don't yeah. think that... You know, GW is letting the sisters lead their best lives. They kind of just kept them in a cupboard for a while and like, ah, oh, yeah. Kind of. Um, so yeah, I just want, I just want them to be treated like an actual fucking army for a change. I kind of like <laughs> them to get some um, new interesting tanks. I'd like them to get some power armor. What you mean to not just be wearing the weird boo plates? Not, not wearing the crappy like. Oh, this can't be integrated. But no, just actually give them fucking space marine armor. Well, I mean, they are. I, I mean... could say I want some females. <laughs> Let's not go down that. <laughs> I can't be bothered to deal with those comments. No, that's fair. Um, but no, I just, I just think like, just fucking give them things. Give them new tanks. Give them, give them Terminator armor. Give them, give them something unique to them. Make them interesting. Give them something. Fuck's sake, GW. Yeah, and and the Gene Steeler cults, like I mean, they they've had like their new stuff, and so I don't suspect they're going to get much. Yeah, they're, they're probably. I mean, you know, there is the stuff that's been introduced and that we've seen like teased a bit. So there's like the three gun wielding, um, like gunslinger model who looks fucking great. Yeah, so cool. just pop that in the sisters codex. And there's like a, a giant, the giant <laughs> one that was in um, Tooth and Claw stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, the, the, this stuff is is interesting, and it's going to be you know it's interesting to see what's going to happen with with you know Gene yeah. Steelers and Tyranids and stuff. Um, actually, it's a two. That's a point. Because um, yeah, um, Tyranids, they've have uh, both Tyranids. Has Tyranids actually come out, or is it like just Gene Steeler cults that hasn't come out? I'm not sure. Steelers. I don't really keep an I keep an both. eye on them. I don't know. I don't play them. So yeah, I don't have I've, to I've pay never. Too much attention. I've never played Tyranids, nor mm. have I known some known someone for any length of time that has played them. Mm. Like I've mm. only played, uh, I've, I've only like known someone who played them for like an afternoon. Yeah. So, um, well, the the, the subjects had G- sisters and gene stealers, not yeah, sisters so, and Tyranids. So. Yeah. But yeah, there must have been new nids donate things at some point. Yeah, but no, yeah. But yeah, so guess yeah. that's how rambling in here goes. Yeah. that's fine. Uh, they also got to say that they they got to play their first game of eighth. And learn how terrifying Beyond the Fell Handed is on the tabletop. <laughs> Especially in a 500 point game. Mm. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, you've not actually used your Beyond I yet. I haven't have used you? my no. Beyond yet, no. Because, um, yeah, I got you the old metal one. Um, I want the new one so I can have, like, a. Like, oh, what are they called? Not Murderfang, <laughs> because that needs to be expunged on a map. You want the new one because then you could have two of them and one can be Beyond and the other one is obviously Beyond again. 
<laughs> wow. And yeah. Bjorn again. Because <laughs> uh, but... he's a dreadnought. The uh, the Bjorn kit has a bunch of extra things in it now. Yeah, so I, I want a, oh, you want the one like, that has the shield, the shield yeah. and the axe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one I. Want. That's the one you that's want. That's the one I want. Yeah, um, and I'll get the murder fang head and I will melt it down and throw it at a passing car. You don't like murder fang very much. Fucking hate that shit so much. It's like, look, I, I can okay, Wolfen. I think they're really stupid. All that is Wolfmen. No, I, I I would interpret that as they're just space wolves who are maybe a bit unstable emotionally and just go berserk really easy to the point where they act like beasts, you know, because not everything is fucking literal. But whatever, I just ignore the Wolfen models. A Wolfen Dreadnought suck my balls. Suck every square <laughs> inch of my balls where Wolfen... the pee is stored. Wolfen Dreadnought isn't as bad as it initially sounds. Because it initially sounds like they built a dreadnought on a, for a wolfen, which is fucking stupid. Uh, but it's someone in a dreadnought has then succumbed to the wolfen I stuff, know, and is, it's dumb. I know, but it's nowhere near as bad as it could it's have been. It's still dumb. It's but not how, murder. Can you see bad. a difference? Like if they're inside the dreadnought and then they succumb to the wolfen thing. The outside of the dreadnought wouldn't change at all. No, there isn't a specific model for it. You oh, okay. Use, okay. Uh, you use the venerable dreadnought. Um, okay, kit. right. Uh, presumably, <laughs> you can add things to it to make it more apparent that that's what it is. But yeah, yeah like you know, a hammer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because but... <laughs> it's dumb. It's, it's it's stupid and stinks like a big stinky butt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We are all in agreement. Uh, their last point was actually on a on a, uh, there's a related note to the previous one. Um, since their birthday will likely have happened by the time this gets brought up. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Don't just do it just as quiet. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> and moving around, which makes it horrible to edit around. Happy belated birthday. No, that's horrible. It's really horrible to listen to. Happy belated birthday. All right. Next up. <laughs> Reek, the whatever my last title was. Um, so Games Workshop seems to be pumping out box sets. You know, Speed Freaks, Blackstone Fortress, Kill Team. Every fortnight, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was wondering what your favourite one is so far. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess for us, Renegade probably, because we've got the two, uh, the two knights in it. Yeah, that's definitely my favourite. And also, yeah. I think they should stop pumping them out quite so often because I don't think they've started. I don't think because I don't think they've taken into account diminishing returns and <laughs> expecting people to just have so much money. We not many people have so much money. I will say, I think there is a, there is a, a, a distinction to be made there um, that it's obviously working for them because their stocks are going through the roof. Okay, but. But all these new games and but stuff. Yeah, I guess they just don't but expect everyone to buy all of them, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... Like, I mean, it's a bit annoying if you've got an army that doesn't have one of these cheap box sets. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it'd be nice for them to release one for every army. No, I get that. It's just... Just because it's like half the price of their normal models. I think maybe we're kind of like in a uh, an unusual position because we get asked every time one comes out going, do you want to get this? And we're like, no... We need to pay rent. I think so. <laughs> I was talking about this the other day. Um, I, I think there's... I think just the general world we live in now makes this worse. Because if in like back in the 90s, um, if you know your friends... You'd, you know, if your group of friends and 
did you get this box set? No, I can't afford it. I might get it for Christmas, you know, whatever. Um, you do you do that, but it don't, it'd be sort of concentrated around the people you physically know. Whereas now we're also connected to everything. That it's really easy to feel like you're re- you're like the one person missing out because you didn't buy the Speed mm, Freaks box okay. set or you yeah. didn't buy um, the Tooth and Claw box set. Uh, whereas in you know reality, like it's you know probably a similar amount of people that are buying them. Yeah, you just buy the one that's for your army. Yeah. If but you, you need end- more models. Yeah. Um, but you end up feeling like you're kind of missing out uh, when okay, not getting right. each thing that's yeah. coming out, especially when it's like, because the, they're releasing a lot of like games that are unique games like Blackstone Fortress or mm-hmm. even Renegade had its own you know own game or this, the whole Kill Team thing, which has obviously been multiple things released about that. And it's, yeah, I mean, they're cool and all, but like, uh, it feels a bit exploitative sometimes. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, fair enough. So I guess the follow-up question as to what box would you guys, what box set would you guys like to see? <laughs> is, I'd like um, to see the one where they like give you a bunch of wolfen and a hammer. You can make that. Yeah, I know, but I want to. <laughs> I want to see them encourage it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I quite like to see if they did like a you know you got your two knights for basically half price. Yeah. yeah. Because you buy two in the box for the, basically want... the same price as one. I want a towel version of that. No, that'd be really cool. I think they should do that for like a lot of heavy units, like huge ones, where you... they should just go, hey, I have two for literally half the price of one. <laughs> uh, you could do something interesting if, say, have um, like a Gorkonaut or Morkonaut uh, fighting like one of the Tower Walkers or something, or yeah, like, one of the cool. big Eldar ones, or ha- have something where it's, yeah, not any of the, you know, where it, there's, there's not an Imperial one in there. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it'd be nice to see more non-Imperial forces. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just in general. Like, there's yeah. the whole. Oh, was it the Eldar and um, Necron one? I think it was. Is it an Eldar and Necron? I'm sure. I can't remember. There was there was like a Dark Eldar slash Eldar one versus something else that wasn't Imperial. I can't remember. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Yeah, I think the one I'm you're probably... thinking of. There's, there's an Eldar one that came out that has something else in it. I think it does have a Space Marine army. In it. I don't know. I'm sure there is. There was one. one that doesn't have a Space Marine army in it, which is Mechanicum and Necron. What am I thinking? But yeah, no, I'd like to see more kind of like Tau versus Necrons. Because mm. like, not everyone collects Space Marines. I mean, just because I do doesn't mean everyone else fucking does. <laughs> I mean, statistically, everyone collects Space Marines. Okay, but like, I think that... <laughs> I do think that Space Marines are pushed really hard. Oh, it's yeah. like, I think yeah. that, you know... Because I feel bad for people. Say, so, like someone who has like a, spa- a, a sister's battle. Uh, fuck. <laughs> someone who has like a sister's a battle army. It's like, they're, yeah, they're not Space Marines and they're not imperial guards but like you know yeah they're still fuck you i, I hope they bring out some like a box set with them like when they finally do their new models i think year. i think it's pretty likely there'll be some yeah, kind definitely. of box set involving the sisters i think they'd be kind of foolish to yeah. not do but so but i mean like yep. it, it would it would suck to be say a straight like tau player or an eldar player and just everything be focused around space marines and orcs, I guess. Fucking fuck you. How dare you? How dare you deviate? It's like, no, no, no. I want to see, like, Eldar versus Dark Eldar. Or, like, you know, which I appreciate the models are pretty similar, but fuck it. You know, someone who's collecting Eldar or Dark Eldar probably wouldn't mind having a little, like, just a few of the other kinds. Uh, to, be, to be fair, um, the models being similar has never stopped them all the times they've done space marines versus chaos space marines. So. Okay, that's, that's fair. But, you know, it's like that kind of stuff for, like, you know... Like Tau versus Necrons, yeah, I think that'd be fun. And then it would kind of like you know you could go well. 
Yeah, I have a fuck ton of disposable income that I want to go spend on a 40k box set. I, I've been interested about Necrons and Tau, or whatever. I, I will I say... that would have been more interesting. I will say one of the advantages of the modern box sets is unlike the ones that were around when I first started playing 40k, uh, the box sets actually give you a fucking functional army. Mm. Uh, because when I first started playing was in 3rd edition, and... You weren't given legal armies. In the main box set for 40k, you just got a tactical squad. Um, and two squads of Dark Eldar, neither of which was a functional army. And even if you bought the battle sets, um, there were, I think they were battle forces, I think they were called, they didn't come with a functional army either. You'd get... like I think that the Space Marine one was something like a land speeder, a tactical squad... Um, and, oh, it was like a salt, mainly an assault marine squad and like some bikes, something like that. Yeah. And you go, where's the HQ choice? The one thing I need you to don't... actually make an army in this. Well, but you're going to have to go spend like 500 quid on it in the store, you fucking idiot. Yeah, they all, all every, every single one was like that. Even though you could go and buy one for like a fiver, like back then, so mm. it wasn't like a big deal, but like no four, no like box set came with an actual army you could make something out of. I think the one exception was the Tau one, because you could just turn one of the crisis suits into, yeah, you just, into a yeah. you know, leader crisis suit. Yeah. And of course, if you're willing to kitbash and stuff, then you could probably have made something. But but yeah, that's no, I all... don't think they should expect people to do that. Yeah, that, that's always, that was always annoying. So the fact that the modern ones do have like actual functional armies that you can use, even if they are small, is a significant improvement. It's some. I mean, that's helped by the fact that everything is a legal army nowadays. Well, I mean, yeah, if you go like the yeah. open plate thing, then yeah. Yeah. Of <laughs> you could just start. I've got a, a knight, three Necron warriors, and. I don't know. A sock. A sock. <laughs> sock that I'm running as a Slaneshi demon prince. Well, no, no yeah, you're running go. a sock as a dread sock, but you don't have the dread to put in the sock. <laughs> I mean, it, that's the thing. You can it run it. Counts as dread sock. If it's statted, you can fucking run it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yes, so. Yeah. All right, moving on. Shaynus. Hi, Shaynus. Um, Wib. Favourite oh. three Godzilla enemies? Um, Biolante. Uh. Um, <laughs> Biolante, 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 Biolante. Yeah, Biolante yeah, is my my ultimate all time favorite. Um, I do have a real soft spot for Gigan. Um, Gigan is an angry cyborg space chicken. Gigan is fucking weird. You want to do kissing? Do, with Gigan. do you have an urge to marry him then? No. no. Well, not you. <laughs> I'm already married to a chicken man. I'm I'm faithful. <laughs> I'm faithful to my chicken husband. <laughs> and he doesn't need a stomach buzzsaw. And I guess like Kiryu, the uh, the Millennium Era Mecha Godzilla. Kiryu is fun. Uh, who's who's rad? Who does? Yeah. Who has like built-in lights so it can cry? It kind of does. It's a bit weird. <laughs> Good because it's sad. Oh, oh, also, if if I, if you want, don't want to count that because technically Kiryu's not really a villain per se because it's the human faction. Uh, then I probably well, say it says Atra. Godzilla Godzilla enemies. So. Um, but yeah, I'd go, I go if if I was to go for like straight up actual like things that are are more antagonistic, then I would go for Batra, uh, which it's is from, evil Mothra. Which is evil Mothra. Um, yeah, even though bat. it's not really evil Mothra, it's more the destruction side of of Mothra of Mothra being more the order side. Um, See, it's Schmartling yeah. versus Nach Schmartling. Kind of. <laughs> but yes, there you go. <laughs> right. Or Papillon de Nuit. 
<laughs> yeah. Which is the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> I know it's exactly um, the same as what I just said in German, but still. Snipe. Yes. Will your campaign mention any heroes of ages past? Like a what? dashing young hero who is <laughs> by day a human warlock, but by night a crime-fighting lady goblin. <laughs> you know, now that you've mentioned it... <laughs> I'm tempted. I've been kind of like, can I? Sh- should I do that, or is that really kind of like self-indulgent? And I'm like, I, I am the definition of self-indulgent. The fuck not. He'll be the tavern keeper. <laughs> Why not? But no, good suggestion. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> You'll meet a six foot four lady, like sexy lady <laughs> goblin. He's like, who speaks with a fucking southern English accent? Like, hello, <laughs> good. nice night. <laughs> <laughs> Buy <a> drink. <laughs> um, last up, drummer Matt. It me. You. What? What made you decide on Tau? Their designs or giant mechs or proper tech or it's weird the fact feet. That they they will sling massively overpowered shit at you from a mile away, so he can sit there and go. <laughs> yeah, like I did. Like when I was back in when I first started playing, it was um, fantasy, and I played Empire, and I'm they're big cannons and various tech things were always my favourite bit of it. And I had lots of like riflemen and range stuff. So I quite like the idea of being ranged. I didn't want space marines because lots of people had space marines and I wanted mm. something a bit different. Uh Whip had orcs because they would have been uh, up there with my choices. Mm. And yeah, just tower my Yeah, I like I like the idea that they're like advancing technology and like developing new stuff. Which is kind of the opposite of what a lot of the (laughs) people are doing. Basically, Um, the only reason that the Imperium has any fancy tech these days, like, has has had new tech in, like, the new stuff, is because some bloke was in a cupboard somewhere developing it for 10,000 years and no one stopped him. (laughs) Or it's just like, hey, I found this gun. Yeah, I assume they just found everything, right? (laughs) No, well, no, um, Cole, uh, it's Cole, I think, um... Belisarius, uh, who's the guy who made Primaris, uh, he was basically told by Gilliman to go and do this, and then he was like locked away somewhere, and no one really like thought to stop him because technically he still had like the blessings of a Primarch. Yeah. And so then, like, yeah, he kind of popped out and again. So basically, I made Primaris Marines. Uh, I know they're not quite what you asked for because you just asked for like better Marines, and I made These like okay. turbo better Marines. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> I made good. like a bunch of equipment for them that's new as well because well, I had ten thousand years to like. Basically, after ten thousand years, it's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> he's Rita Repulsa. He, is he, what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, he, he is. <laughs> yes, that's canon. Mm, it's canon. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I thought you had more to say. No, about no, 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 that is it. No, that's it. Okay. Last question, Lucas. On a scale of one to ten, which I appreciate questions in, but we we have our own rating system here. Come on. You can't tell us what what scale to rate. You fucking you come into our podcast and tell us what to fucking do. Make us sick. You probably should anyway, yeah, we yeah, need help. Please works. tell us. Um, can we give a waifu rating for Lilith Hesperax, the Dark Eldar succubus? Yes. Are you going to? Is <laughs> your rating is just yes? Yes. You would. <laughs> I'm gonna go yes because I'm nine. not sure any of us would have a choice. I think we'd all have to say yes. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to kind of interpret her as, like, she's a succubus that isn't a jerk about it, like um, like the lady from Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, she totally is. She's a Dark Eldar. They're all bastards. She, I'm not, I don't believe that. Nature versus nurture. Come on. No, Dark Eldar. No, they're all, they're all na- but then they're, they're bastards by nature and nurture. Maybe I'm into that. They, they have to be in order to survive. Maybe I want to dress up a chicken and peck her all over. I mean... Maybe she, I want Shane to sit in the fucking, like... The fucking closet wearing his Howard the Duck shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't know me. I think it depends on which version of Lilith we're going with. Are we going with like the original model or are we going with the new model? I'm or are we going model. with the picture of her from the third edition codex, which is the best picture of her? And uh, that one would get a higher rating. Okay, well, go I find that some, I find something just weird about her current model. Oh, I don't fine. know what it is. There's just something about it. I've never liked it, and yeah. I don't know why. I don't, I, I, there's I nothing wrong with it. That there is I... a model, but I can't remember any fine detail about it. Yeah, so I can see. I've I've I remember a model, but I don't know if this is the old model or the new model. Yeah, I just remember a vague outline. Is she so wear... I'm just gonna be like, yeah, that's a good outline. Is she wearing shoes? Uh, she yes. shouldn't be. But the know. model that I've seen, she's not. Yeah, it's a new one. Uh, okay. Okay. Because I don't think she has shoes, right? Because I don't know why. She's Succubus, like, they don't have time to put on their shoes because yeah. they're too busy seducing Let's people. not get bogged down in this. Okay, just <laughs> saying. Yeah, I'll give her a nine. Okay. That's, oh, yeah, that is the new model. It looks like it should be an old model. It looks like a second or third edition model. So I don't know why. It just doesn't look eh. like it fit. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. what are your ratings, gents? Uh, I mean, she has, like, hair knives, so that's, like, at easily a nine, if we're going with this <laughs> yeah, exactly. forced upon us 0 to 10 rating. I go for no higher than, like, a six or seven. Okay. I don't know, I just, I, she's never Perfect done it for five me. five out of seven. Woman. She's never done it for me, no, honestly. No, Is it the hair knives? Is it the refusal to wear shoes? I, just, I, I, mean, I, I like the picture of her that's in the third edition codex. Um, do you like it or like like it? I like it as in, like, I think she looks cool in it. Okay. Um, you don't want to do kissing with it? No, not really. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've just, eh, apart from that, yeah, mm. it's never really done it for me. Okay. Snipe? Nine. Oh, you're going nine as well? Yeah. Oh, I said nine. And oh, then sorry. you all were like, don't, she's a succubus and will stab you because she's Dark Eldar and do worse. And I'm like, ah, that's probably fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Job's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Consider your waifu rated. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the sound of like the stamp yeah, going down on the like It's like this, this 3D render of just like a stamp going bang. Yeah. And then like, and then it kind of zooms in and it's like this smoke is still on fire just with yeah. the word rated. You'll, you'll see all this. If, you, if you're watching this on the YouTube version of the podcast, you'll see all this animated. So you can fuck off. Is yeah, what you mate, can do. fuck off. Okay. I was on board <laughs> up until you fucking threw us under the bus. You shit. You threw us under the Euro truck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are there any more questions, Matthew? That is it. Okay, good. No, that's it. Uh, I... <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's been a bit of a train wreck this, okay. this week. Um, I'm a bit of a train wreck I, every week. I, I can see this is going to be one of those ones where even though we have been recording for two hours and like five minutes... It's going to be a 50 minute long It's going to be like oh, an hour and a half long because there's going to be like ten minute segments where, where it'll just be like, what was anyone talking about? I like how we're now talking about how we don't know what we're talking about. Just okay, end should it. Probably just, end just the end okay, okay. I've I've been I've been Constable Snipe. He's been Detective Wibb and Drama Matt has been Chief Inspector Drama Matt. Thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Why are you laughing? That was a good exit. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm laughing at the <laughs> Bye That's just how I talk, shut up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop recording because this is. 